Welcome to this special edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. In this special series, I'm sharing with you 12 speakers from the Business of Yoga Speaker Series. I really hope you enjoy their wisdom. Hey everybody, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome back to the Business of Yoga Speaker Series. Very excited today because we have another double act. That means you get twice as much yoga wisdom and good times uh, as you may have been expecting. Um, and two Jays are joining us today. So Josephine and Jasmine, uh, welcome to the Business of Yoga. <laughs> Thank you so much. We are so excited to be here and we can talk about the perfect <laughs> or the, the loved um, yoga. Yep. So ladies, um, in, in, by means of introducing you to everybody else, um, you're the founders, I, I don't know if there's a foundresses, founders of Prana Up Your Life. Tell us a little bit about your business and what it is that you do. Yeah, we created Prana Up Your Life, um, especially for busy people that want to integrate a more holistic lifestyle into their life. So it's not only yoga, but also the sister science Ayurveda. We um, try to um, yeah, help people integrate that more in their daily life because um, it's, in our view, it's the combination of more than just yoga and then also the mindfulness in your daily life and also routines and listening to what your body says, what you need also on a nutritional level, mm. which um, is Ayurveda is very yeah, perfect for that. Mm. Mm, if you go about integrating your yoga lifestyle and um, that's what we try to yeah, establish first of all here in Germany. But as you know, we have a, an English name. <laughs> so it's about um, creating more prana for the world. And um, that's our aim. And that's what we do with our business. And so do you both have similar skill sets or do you offer different things? Do you have different backgrounds that you bring to prana up your life? Definitely different backgrounds, but they merge pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So um, I studied business psychology. So um, I did more the the coaching part um, in my former experience before we started Front Up Your Life. Mm. Um, more the personal development, um, but also how you can change routines, and which is really really exciting to combine it with uh, the Ayurvedic wisdom because it's all about routines and how you um, establish rituals in your life and uh, how you can do it because we have so many obstacles not to do it. It's like, yes. no, I can't because I have no time. And then we can just like pop in and it's like, oh, that's not a <laughs> real thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I did this or I am doing this coaching um, psychology but also really mindfulness part uh -huh. um but um yeah in the beginning i had a really yeah, organizational look of mindfulness like how to integrate it to have more potential and more um, performance but uh -huh. now like during the time and more ayurveda and more yoga it's more yeah on a personal level yeah mm -hmm. yeah and you yeah i come from a um, business 
side. So I've worked in a um, big industrial company here in Germany for, yeah. <laughs> for quite a while. And um, I started to integrate yoga and Ayurveda into my personal life while having a normal job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and then um, during, yeah, when I was at the company, I started to do a training in Ayurveda, so an Ayurvedic nutritional training mm. and the yoga teacher training. Mm. And all of that sort of changed a lot in, <laughs> inside myself, the mindset. And then you have the mindset, your mindset and the mindset of the company and the pro processes and stuff uh -huh. and that didn't really match anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then I said, okay, it was possible for me in this busy life to integrate those ancient wisdoms a little bit. And it helped me a lot because I had lots of um, um, digestion problems as well mm -hmm. and so on. And then we always said, okay, it's not only that one thing, it's, it's also a combination of everything. If you start to change something, maybe it starts in your heart or in your body or wherever, mm. and then it just comes along. Then you look, um, mm. what, what kind of food do I need? Um, what kind of yoga practice? Because then it's not on, as you know, it's, there's yoga and there's yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and there's yoga with a bit more mindfulness and meditation and pranayama. And, um, and then we said, let's just combine our skill sets and put it all together and try yeah, to, to help others with that. And how long ago did you just make that decision and start your business? Mm, two, two, is it two years already? Yeah. yeah. But we had the idea and until we did something, I think, yeah, half a year. Yeah. Like wow. That's fast action. I think I thought mm. about my business for years before I was brave enough to quit my job. It sounds very, like we were working at the same place, I think. It sounds very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very um, man-dominated. Bureaucratic, lots of forms. Yeah. 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 And, and, and one of those jobs where as long as you turned up, you got paid. As long as you sat mm -hmm. in the chair, someone would pay you. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I've, I've got to say, now this is me being, I'm, I'm going to be very offensive for a moment, but <clears throat> I have to say, we'll talk about Ayurvedic food momentarily because I have had varied experiences with it. But, mm -hmm. I, but for, I look at a lot of yoga business websites and I look at a lot of people who are Ayurvedic nutrition coaches or blending Ayurveda and yoga together. I've seen a lot of websites that are talking about these types of things. And normally there's, there's a lot of orange. There's a lot of like henna pictures. There's a lot of sort of mustard color. Your website is so gorgeous. The photos on your website. I talk about the photos on people's websites all the time. Your pictures are fantastic. I look at them and think, Yes, I want to buy that course. Look how vibrant those women are. I want that. Like it just, the, the color and the freshness and the playfulness and the, it's just fantastic. You totally, it's so good. It's not like any other Ayurveda and yoga website I've seen in a long time. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for, for your kind words. Um, I think that's, um, that's what we problem. love about, yeah. Yes. What we love about. Also, yes. 
to bring this like really traditional, sometimes really esoteric um, or spiritual mm -hmm. stuff into our daily life and make it more modern, more useful yes. for everybody. Not, not just like people who go to India and um, be there for four weeks and not talk to anyone or something like that and finding their, themselves in, in somewhere else's country. We want to um, push it more that it's like you can do it in your daily life where your home is. So it's like really so sustainable. Mm -hmm. I love and that. Joyful. And joyful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your brand, Prana Up Your Life, these photographs really encapsulate that. They're vibrant. And I think, you know, sometimes where I get a bit confused with Ayurveda is this whole thing about sattvic everything. And, and like, kitchery is not how I want to, is not the food of my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. the stuff that you're talking about, that's what I want to eat. It's, like, right, <laughs> and it hasn't been cooked for years. And so thank yeah. you for reframing modern takes on and, and not only like you said not not just modern takes on ancient thinking but also how um you can bring your own personality and your own take on things and your own commentary to something that is old and offer it up in new ways which is absolutely what i see in uh in in your website and what i've experienced of the two of you so far Mm. Yeah, it's more that we experience ourselves um, a lot more through Ayurveda and that's basically what um, the philosophy is also about is getting to know yourself like in every facet of your life. It's not only um, the healthy, um, no, not only the body, it's also the mind, it's also the spiritual path, it's the, the, um, yeah, the way you, you want to go. So it's, yeah, it's basically everything and holistic and you, you are just getting to know yourself, like what is good for me and what is not good for me. Yes. And yes. for some people, it's not good to eat only kitchery or um, eat only salad or something <laughs> where you think what, what is actually like, good for you, but also like, um, it's much more important to go into it, look like how, I, how do I feel? Like how is it um, reacting? And, like how is my body reacting? How, how is everything going on in my body? How are the processes? And mm. it's just getting to know all the processes, mm. especially of the digestion, because everybody mm. has something to suffer about um, with the digestion at some point. And um, nobody talks about it. And so we but, are like, well, yogis talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talk about it. <laughs> yeah, true <laughs> <Do> that. <laughs> a lot of people, our uh, customers, yeah. um, they're just getting into yoga through us that yeah. is so interesting and then um uh, getting normal um yeah but uh, for for so many people we have we've got a podcast and in german and all our listeners you know, are thinking like oh well someone is talking about digestion <laughs> that is not normal here in germany everybody is like oh my god go away <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so can we talk a little bit about your podcast what's your podcast called also prana of your life, <laughs> of your life. very yeah. good for you and how long have you been <laughs> podcasting um it is one and a half years now wow. yeah. so how many episodes is that 
I think about 1900. I mean, we are, we are close to 100 now. Yes. And, um, think about yeah, we talk a lot about mindful eating. So the combination of mindfulness and Ayurveda and how you can integrate that um, yeah, into, into your life. And now we've got like a joy food series where we talk about emotional eating because it's such a huge thing. And um, yeah, we would like to release a little bit of that suffering and that this stress is, people yeah. put about with food also food. with healthy food yes. people get so stressed about the the healthy and trend food and and then their digestion mm. still not works and then everything you put in your into yourself that is healthy but your digestion cannot so, make up with it sort of don't yeah. cannot um assimilate it. yeah yeah, yeah then it doesn't really help you anything. And, and so, I, I, um, so it sounds as though, and did you, hang on, let me ask a better question. Did you know when you started in your business that you would be, that in fact emotional eating would be something that your people needed or is that something that you discovered as you developed your business? This is definitely a development. Um, mm. I think we knew it on a subconscious level um, yes. because I'm a, uh, I was definitely an emotional eater. So that was my kind of way how <laughs> I came to Ayurveda. Because <laughs> I was so emo like when I was really sad or alone or something, I just yes. tried to fill up myself with food. And um, that was the reason why I started to do this journey like, uh, getting to know the food why why do i do that and yoga helped me so much with that because it mm. strengthens my my body connection mm. um mm. but in the beginning we were more like okay we want to bring more prana more life energy into the world and um in the in the way now like um with all our coaches and customers we had have two points, um, pain points, like this emotional eating and the digestion. And that's um, how we um, yeah, specialized our program now also. It's yeah. more that we can release that. And it's not, yeah, it's not that difficult. It's, it's this way of getting to know yourself. It means at some point it's difficult. <laughs> um, it, it always is, but um, it brings so much joy and so much release. With it what, one of the things that's so beautiful about what you're sharing is that you had <clears throat> what I'm hearing you say is you had an idea of the business that was important to the, the the two of you and you embarked on that journey and over and that sort of revelation it became clearer that in fact these were the things digestion and emotional eating these were the things that seemed to be resonating with your people but if we flip it Actually, what it seems to me is when you started to um, feels like you were actually starting to specialize more in what you knew to be true because it was your own experience. Mm -hmm. And this is where I see businesses. This is where success and prosperity and joy are in businesses when you're actually offering from your own experience, offering mm -hmm. what's really authentically healed and helped you because then you can be the biggest fan of the method and that sounds like that's that's the point that you've come to in in this food program emotional eating program yeah i think yeah it's the experience and um 
it's more authentic also. I think yes. that is really, really important. It's not a certificate I got from university or something else from, from an institute or some uh, like I, I'm not a yoga teacher, but I can like <laughs> I can give that knowledge what it does to me, um, what yoga does to me, I can give. And I think that's much more important than um, than a certificate. And then I am like it would it would be also awesome to have one. <laughs> but, um, not affecting my um, quality of coaching or of my business. I think this, this is I think so important. Yes, and much more the yeah the own quality. Totally, and and it's. Um, it makes you trustworthy. If I'm looking for someone to support me with overcoming my emotional eating tendencies, for me, going to someone who has already done that work is much more um, appealing than, some, like you said, someone who has the certificate. Like that, that gives you credibility in my mind as a potential customer. Definitely. And I think... That's um, verletzlichkeit. We've some, <laughs> some word. There's a one word. Um, um, Brittany Brown is always uh, always talking about that you vulnerability. Vulnerability. Because I, when I did a coaching, when my coach uh, showed herself as vulnerable. It's such a hard word right now. You have it. Um, you got it. And I, it resonated much more with me. And exactly. I a stronger development in that point also. Yes. Because I didn't see her as this perfect um, you know, woman who is like really good in business and in coaching and mentoring and whatever. And um, these, like the moments where she talked about herself and her experience and that not everything worked out and perfectly and her way was not this like stray way. That was the reason why I had so much um, personal experience and um, development in that point because I was like, wow, I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be strong. I don't have to go straight away. It's okay when I do loops and <laughs> everything fine, yeah. And, and that's what your clients would see in you. And for everyone who's watching, that's what your students see in you. And, and having the humility to be vulnerable is such a powerful gift to give to the people who are looking to us for guidance or as an authority in their lives. I, I love that. I really love that point. Um, yeah, a lot. Thank you so much for making it. So if anybody, you know, and I think, one of the places where this shows up for me is um, in the, like particularly in photography or video, like people's physical appearance and worry that they don't have it all perfect. And this hesitancy to share their yoga with students who are looking for classes or mentors or because they're worried that they don't have the perfect yoga body or they've got wrinkles or they have cellulite or whatever it seems to be very common but from, from what you've just shared actually and as as you said about your coach it's when we see the realness mm -hmm. that we feel compelled that we feel 
drawn to connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the the connection. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, when you connect with other people, then you can it it helps you to connect with yourself. Yeah, yeah, and maybe to feel safe too. Oh, she's a bit like me. Maybe mm-hmm. it's okay to trust. It's okay that I that I'm like that also. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yoga, powerful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like our best friend <laughs> always and sometimes challenging parent <laughs> yes <laughs> it opens up a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i once um wrote a post something like yoga is an asshole <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, pull that off <laughs> so it's true. So yes yeah but at some points you just just need it and um yoga helps to put put things up to the surface i think sometimes mm-hmm. but also only when you're ready and i think that's so beautiful you mm-hmm. can trust your body to mm-hmm. not bring it up if you're not ready to see it mm-hmm. whatever it is so uh, one of the things that makes me sad in our industry is when yoga teachers tell me that they're teaching so much that they aren't doing their own practice that that mm. they've that they that they think that demonstrating a class is actually the same as taking a class. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, given the experience that you both have, for anybody who's watching that may have fallen off the wagon, I can never I never remember what's on the wagon and off the wagon. But anyway, if they're on the wrong end of the wagon, <laughs> do, what how how what are some Ayurvedic and yoga tips to start without self judgment? to start getting back at blending those ideas back into daily life. What can we do? Um, you mean the ideas we have, we what? know about, but then only teach and don't do it ourselves. Yes. And we, because we talked before about um, intellectually, I can understand that that's good for me. And yet my behavior yeah. is still, I'm yeah. sleeping in or I'm Facebooking or rather than getting on my cushion or, you know, or eating quick food on the go rather than taking time to prepare something to take with me. Mm-hmm. How can we stop, uh, how can we, how can we stop self-sabotaging, but also without judging ourselves too harshly? <laughs> well, self-sabotage is a good point um, because when you're on the way and as like, as we do have it all always um not always but uh, still it's coming up sometimes that we um don't like i'm still emotional eating at some point or you are not um doing something for yourself like me time or whatever yeah. um but it's the the process i think is acceptance and at that point we accept it then um the then we can go deeper and not that we um, as you said, that we are not judging ourselves, that it's, um, oh, that was so bad. And why yeah. did I do that? Yeah. And it's not, of course, it's like, why did I do that? But it's more like, it's okay. And uh, something wanted to come up again. And uh, as Jasmine said, it's always coming up for a reason. And when we just watch at it, then we can understand it a little bit more. And then it's easier for us to, um, 
act differently the next time. Mm. So it's more always uh, to learn from from yeah what what I would say or what we would name as a mistake, um, not to look at it as as a negative mistake. It's much more always a positive one, mm. and then um, to see what the learning is and. We always um, see that the, the magic is in the small things and it's more in the um, little bits. It's not, not that I want to change my whole daily routine in a week and, and then I'm happy because then it's much more um, the, stressful. Yeah, it's much more stressful and then you fall back and then you are really hard to yourself. And so it's like little bits at some point. We just start with um, brushing the tongue in the morning and then we do that for, I don't know, two, three weeks or even two months before we start to integrate another routine. Um, so it's really, really important to do the, the small steps that we, um, we are not um, angry with ourselves if mm. we cannot um, do it. Mm. And I think what's important is um, to, if you once have established a routine, maybe a morning routine or something, um, what is important that you don't see it as a strict thing. It always has to be like this, this and this and this part of it. Um, but there are sometimes, there are times when we are more busy or other, mm. other people are more important or our business is more important. Yep. And then... I maybe cut one or two routines, but I never cut the whole thing. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. And then, then that you also um, tell, tell yourself, say, okay, this is more important now, but this and this type of my routine, I'm never gonna give, give up sort of thing. Um, and then once I'm a bit more free or have a bit more free time, then I integrate the other small part of the routine. Maybe I do a bit more yoga and then leave the meditation or I just do meditation. And um, I definitely always going to have the hot water in the morning because mm. that's what you do clean inside. Mm. Also in Ayurvedic thinking behind it and because it helps my digestion. And mm. so I think not to be yeah, too hard to ourselves, um, especially if we're already... Um, a bit more further up in the game, sort of in the game of um, integrating all this, because then you, as you said, you have the knowledge, you even have more knowledge, what you mm. should mm. do. <laughs> then, I, I mean, I could do all day yeah. yoga yeah. practices and routines and meditation for two I hours. I know that would and, be so good for me. <laughs> and self-massages that you have in Ayurveda and cook three times daily warm food. But then we wouldn't have our business and then we wouldn't be talking. <laughs> <laughs> There's no podcast with that much self-care. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that. And I, I, uh, yes, and I think, I can't remember the name of it, the psychological term for that. Message us somewhere, folks. Find us on Instagram and tell us. You know, with that thinking of, well, if I haven't got all of the thing then I may as well do nothing. It's like, you know, if I've eaten a chocolate biscuit, I may as well have a pizza. You know, if I, if I haven't, if I can't do the yoga and the meditation and the tongue scraping and the dry brushing and the da, 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 then I'm just going to stay in bed all day and watch TV. But instead of like anything that I'm doing is better than nothing. And I'm going to take the pieces that will fit into my life for today. I really think that's powerful. 
Mm -hmm. it, it definitely is. And that, that is what the, the change make um, also. Mm. Um, because then you really, you are really getting to know yourself then. Mm. Um, not, it's not, you're not getting, uh, getting to know yourself when everything goes well. Because then you're like, everything goes well. Why should I change something? more when not something goes well then you, you then you look and then you you have the chance to look and then you have the t chance to change and then um to develop and that, that's like the perfect gift yes it's yes there. you have to take it but josephine i also liked what you said before about um not overhauling everything all at once um I remember being at uh, a teacher training with Anna Forrest and she said, she told everybody, because everybody was very inspired and they were bringing back all of this. Essentially, people were just eating kale, like raw. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's <it>. like, <laughs> yeah, you put the Ayurvedic practitioners watching you like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and she said, you're already in a foreign place doing a yoga teacher training intensive. Now you actually need more familiarity than more foreign now is not the right time to change everything about your self-care practice. Um, and I, I really like what you said about like start with the tongue scraping and do that for weeks before you bring in the next piece for, for more, um, more greater likelihood of the, those habits actually, well, the, those behaviors becoming habits. And um, it takes a long time, of, especially for the body, to um, getting um, yeah, to know to the, to the new routine. And, mm. and it's okay to be just patient with it also. Mm. Be more uh, full of love to the own body that something changed. And so, so I mean, we are young. We can um, actually change the routines really quickly. But if you have lived your life in a way in a certain way for such a long time over years of decades and mm. then at some point you're like oh well now i'm changing my life and now i'm doing yoga every day um at some point that you have to give space to your own body to um mm. to change and um yeah to integrate that also into the cells and to to loosen up and and at some point it's really hard to just to, to just switch and say, well, now I'm doing that. And this is basically when most people know Ayurveda from Ayurvedic cure treatments. And then you do that for like two weeks and everything is perfect and your digestion works and the food was awesome. And you did everything like every morning you did yoga and stuff, but then they come back to their real life. Like real life <laughs> and then it's like, they don't know what to do. And because it's so much and yeah, um, garlic is in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, wh what do I do now? And yeah. what do I do with all the knowledge? I cannot integrate that because I don't have that time. And then um, it's, of course, it cannot work everything. Like, you cannot integrate everything. But some, some things, some things which, like, resonated with you. Mm -hmm. And if it's the, the tongue scraping or is it the, the oil pulling or whatever and um, do do something just a little bit or even the hot water and what we do with our coaches with our um people the first thing what we tell them drink the hot water in the morning and do it um for as long as you can and um 
we have the experience that they are not stopping it anymore because it's such a um, self-love treatment. It's for the body, it's perfect, but it's also for the mind. It's just a small thing. It's just hot water, but yeah. it changes everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's easy. <laughs> Well, I think um, I, I love uh, Danielle Laporte's teachings in her book, I think, White Hot Truth, I think, about how even self-love and self-care has become something for women that is has become a task to tick off and it's another to-do to to list and then we feel bad when we don't tick it off, like even the, it's, which is so upside down. Yeah, um, we have we had a workshop earlier this year. It was like, yeah, um, self fulfillment is just another to do list. Yes, <laughs> and of course, I mean, for especially for as women who want to um, empower themselves and keep care of themselves and everything, like on, um, yeah, would be perfect if it would have happened in like last year and um <laughs> so um but it doesn't make us happy in that way that we have it in a sustainable way so um um yeah and then sometimes i think you are so into your ticking off to-do list that you don't notice that you might have already not enlightened <laughs> yourself but yeah. you're already very very far ahead but we don't acknowledge that because we're still doing the ticking and it's only eight out of 10 and we're like, okay, we haven't made it, but I don't think it's true because on the, the eight things you've done, um, they might've already, yeah, gave you lots of wisdom or I don't know, <laughs> like you, a little you feel, bit. Of, you feel it more in order to do list. You, yeah. you are just in your rational yeah um, cognitive way of thinking and um, as long as you start feeling and really acknowledge it and, and notice it in the body then you can definitely have a much more like bigger result of the to-do list if we would say it like this <laughs> yes yes i love it i wonder um I wonder, to, you know, conscious of our time, and I'm so grateful for everything that you've shared so far, something before we finish that comes to mind is how, because what you're talking about is slowing down, being more present, noticing the effects of small changes that you're making. I'm wondering if that's how that applies in business. And the two of you with the wisdom that you have, how do you sort of stay subic or balanced or in business? I know for some people it's like I'm into the social media and I'm gone or I'm judging myself from what everyone else is doing and I feel less than or, you know, I'm, I'm grasping for the next training so that I will be enough. I'm wondering how do how do these principles do you think apply in business? What is something that we could perhaps think about differently? Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I think we always um, we also are still learning about that. Yeah. Because of course there are sometimes we are running in a direction where we like subconsciously know that it's not the right one, but at some point we 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 are still in the business world and um, we are doing that 
but we try it and then um we we did a um keynote on mindful doing um mm-hmm. mindful working mindful business how how you ever call it in english but um but how do you call we, it in how do you call it in german um, um, mindful machen Ma- oh, yeah. machen means like, like, like making something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 um but in in yeah in every direction yeah, I think, and, yeah. um we have a um we we love our way how how we did it like how we build up prana of your life because um of course at some point it was much more focused on okay we have to live of it um than like the financial stuff the economic stuff but also we are in this like feeling business like Mm. sometimes it's really spiritual and a lot of energy work um and but where is the balance in this energy and at some point are we worth it um, are we yeah, worth enough to get money out of it or not and it's yeah it's so much self-work <laughs> starting, oh my starting goodness my yes so much self-work so, yes thank you for yes tweet that somebody you don't need to go to tony robbins you just start a business i mean man right. yes <laughs> And because it's the two of us as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. Really interesting. Yeah. Because, Very spiritual um, work right there. It's then you, I work on myself. Then Josephine is like at some point, okay, I need to work on myself. Then we have this personal thing in between always, but we always say, um, because our mom, um, she's also a coach. Um, so we've we've grown up with this we have to question ourselves all the time (laughs) we have always had to decide um, ourselves if if it would be a good decision to do it so we we were you just want to have a mom who says like okay well that's not a good idea (laughs) (laughs) you have to do it you have to know it yourself (laughs) but it helped us on the way now (laughs) yeah but she always said um distractions have a higher importance or how would you translate it yeah so whenever there is a distraction if it's on the personal or on the business side it doesn't really matter it has to come up to to get it even to at least get it a little bit solved or get it out there. And that's what we practice. Mm-hmm. So whenever there's, there's something, maybe not even feeling right. And we, sometimes we don't listen to it and then just go ahead, but we always run into something <laughs> with a head yes. to the wall. And so what we really try to practice, and that's good because I notice when something is up with Josie and the other way around, and then I always say, or well, we always do like this, okay, what's wrong? What's wrong here? What's not feeling right? And then we really try to look from, like, look from above, look at the things, look maybe even at all parts, not like if we're only talking about our oh, one program, but maybe it's the retreat we planned, but it doesn't really fit into everything still. Mm-hmm. Then we just try to decide on that level again, okay, is it this this or that this is maybe not in our core competency or is it not time worthy do we really want to do it mm. or do we need help so what we yeah. decided now at some point okay we um we really love our um work like con our concepts and doing all the um 
the work on a content level yes. and helping people on a highest scale. Yes. Um, but what we're also still missing is this sort of um, sales part of it. Oh, yes. It's it's just not easy and we're just not really good at it. Mm. Um, but you always try to force yourself to it's, you have to be perfect again here to do everything from accounting to mm -hmm. uh, sales to marketing and to the content to looking good and having fun. You know, the pictures. But also to say, okay, this is what we're good at and maybe here we need some assistance and also maybe um, help. We always, uh, we had from the beginning on we've had um, assistance with the technical right. side yeah. of things and i think only because of that we've come so far in such a short time mm -hmm. and i think it's also um good and it's also okay that we acknowledge that and then get some help i think it's incredibly powerful I I openly talk about the reason that my business took so long to grow was because I tried to do everything myself for mm -hmm. way yeah. too long. Yeah. And um, so thank you for sharing that. I think for everybody who's listening, if you, if you want to grow, it's like if you're looking to go to Uttanasana, but you can't yet just get some blocks until you don't need the blocks anymore. Just get help. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that is so good, and we don't need to suffer so much. Mm -hmm. I think, <laughs> like, yes, I don't know. Sometimes, yeah, we can allow for ourselves mm -hmm. this um, to realize that, and then also act on it. I love those questions. I think these, the, those three of them, that I really love the questions that you asked before, Jasmine, about just I think for regular reflection like svadhyaya for business is this part of my core competency do i actually want to do it and do i need to ask for help i mean they're just great questions for reflection regularly i would have thought love that not yeah. not not like you were saying before but not when your health falls apart not when things go wrong but actually like a preventative yeah. medicine yeah. for your business yeah. And we try to communicate, communicate like every day about these things a little bit, like looking from the top. It's like, yes. okay, is it, is it um, good? Is it good for our vision also? Yeah. Um, like always have that goal or vision um, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. see in like in the eyeglance. Is it is it good for um, is it good for that? Because that's what motivates us. Like our vision is that what keeps us mm -hmm. going and why why we want to do it mm. and then um like all this like constant communication and sometimes it's like every day and sometimes it's just like every week but like i think there's regularly um looking at from the from the top is <laughs> really really important not mm. to um forget something like forget yourself or mm. um which is like the most important thing um, when you when you open up a business which is like personal related, mm. uh, you always have to um, start with yourself because when when we are not aligned, then we cannot give it like the energy we cannot give to other people. So it's mm. like the first thing um, what we do is like self care and uh, align our body and mind so we can bring it out in the world. 
And mostly at the moment, we are talking like every day about something because we are launching a new product and a new program. And it's so important not to um, run in a, in a direction which is not um, feeling good. So we always uh, try to reflect at the moment, like really intensely, like every day. Um, and at some point when, when it flows, then it flows. But at the moment we are, we are really um, sensible with that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Someone make a, make a quote card out of that and tag Prana up your life and share uh, <laughs> that everywhere. Oh, but in there was just like, oh, these are my soul sisters. Yes, <laughs> love it. Fantastic. Congratulations on everything you've done so far. Now, let me just check. Everything right now, all of your programs in German, correct? Yes. So he, uh, I, I, I promise <laughs> I'll, I'll ask just this one question and then I'll let you go. Um, because here's something that I hear too. Oh, I can't, I couldn't do, um, I couldn't offer a program in my own language because there's not enough people to buy it or uh, um, hmm. yoga and Ayurveda isn't as well known in my country. But I really think that um, I love that your business, like, you're speaking German, your materials are all in German, it's for a German reading, speaking, understanding audience. I think it takes, I think it's great that you're doing that and I love that you're modeling that it is possible and you can do it and um, it, it, like, well done. I, I, I think that's great and it's going to be inspiring for people who think, oh, well, no one gets it where I live or what if the market is too small or what if... No yeah, I think it's very powerful. Mm. In the first, in the beginning, we were thinking about, okay, um, even on Instagram, do we do it in English or yeah. in, in German? Mm. If we would do it in English, of course, we would have much more um, follower base because then so many more people can um, follow us and understand what we are talking about. Um, but um, when we think about the people we want to help right now, um, when we start, it's here and it's awesome. in, in German and or in like the um in Austria or Switzerland. Yeah yeah. Um <laughs> but um that's where we begin because we don't want to change right now the world. We we start little by little and at some point we change the world. <laughs> <laughs> One language region at a time. <laughs> so What's your Instagram so that everybody, regardless of their language of choice, can go follow you? I'm going to do it right now on my phone. Come on. Prana up your life. Okay, good. Oh, you're so consistent. <laughs> I love it. Crazy. No, this is, you know. Yeah, because it's so good because nobody had it before and it's like so unique. So we could have it like everywhere. It's like podcast, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> websites. impressed with that, that you got your own business on everything. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Okay, I'm just, seriously, I'm doing it right now. There you are, see these photos. You just, look at the two of you. Mm. Go and do it, everybody. Let's see if we can, like, smash some new followers from Prana Up Your Life. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for being very generous with your time and sharing. We, we covered a lot of ground. Uh, Yes, it was awesome. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you so much. It was our first English interview. Yeah. Crushed it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel quite inauthentic when I use a phrase like that, but you really did. Well done. 
so Thank much for we having love. us. We feel really honored to be here. Yeah. If you've enjoyed these interviews and you're interested in having my support as your yoga business coach, check out the information about my coaching package at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash coaching.